Welcome to Lift and Love Conversations, where we are building a supportive culture around LGBTQ families in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm Allison Dayton from Lift and Love, and I will show you how to lean into your spiritual discomfort to deepen and grow your testimony of Jesus Christ. And I am Jenny Hunter of Jenny Hunter Coaching. I will help you identify obstacles that could get in the way of sustaining healthy relationships and realizing the blessings of being an LGBTQ family. Each week, we will bring you lessons we've learned through our own lives, the experiences of families we've worked with, and conversations with amazing experts. Hi. Hello. How are you, Allison? <laughs> oh, so good. So good. Hey, we, Jenny and I have had great success with our uh, support groups. We've just had the most amazing women get on and support each other. And they're actually supporting us too. So we wanted to remind you guys about those, those support groups. Yeah, we do 1 a.m., 1 p.m., but they're always two Thursdays a month. Yes. And we've added a transgender group and we're just in the process of adding maybe some more uh, smaller groups. So check on liftandlove.org under support to sign up for your particular group. And you can do the main group and one of the smaller groups too. If you, if you need more, um, individual, if you need more support. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I, like I was telling Alice, I go, you know, like both of her and I, like, you know, I coach and she coaches two people on this and I'm like, I feel like I kind of know it all and I've got it down. But then every meeting I go to, I learn something new, I get touched and I get reminded of do, how to do something better. So I guarantee you, you'll get something out of it. If you know somebody who has an LGBTQ child, or if you do, you're missing out if you're not joining us. These ladies yeah, are definitely, amazing. definitely. Yeah. So join there. Okay. And what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about protecting your marriage. And this I am passionate about. In fact, if I wasn't um, especially like coaching on LGBTQ families, this I would um, coach on because I think being the girlfriend and being married is the biggest gift we get. And I think it's I love- so you, it's so cute. You call yourself the girlfriend. girlfriend yeah, I love it. Why I'm not going to be the mother or the roommate, right? That's when it becomes unfun. And so Nick had some of that normal emotional heaviness um, out like to the family before we even found out he was gay. And that as a parent, like, you know, dealing with that, I felt like every day, John and I were, all we were was talking about Nick and Nick's issues and like our marriage got out. And then I started like noticing like, oh, like we're doing some damage to our marriage by not prioritizing it and figure it out. I mean, how was it for you when Jake came out? Ours was a little trickier. I mean, because um, we had known for a long time before. And so my expectation, like my anxiety about him possibly being gay mm-hmm. um, got the better of me. And I was so prote- overprotective, like like full on mama bear, right? Mm. The trouble is, um, it was just Ken and I that knew. Yeah, And he would act in his normal way to the kids. And I'd be like, or he'd get mad at them or get mad at my son. And I get really mama bear, like mm. unreasonably. So, so, so he would do like, that. And I would kind of like take out, I would take him out. Oh, that's not so, good. Cause I'm, not, I'm sure that put a wedge between actually Jake and Ken and you. Yeah. And it was, it was a big deal. It was not comfortable. And, and as I got worse at it, um, he, so later I found out like there was a moment when I was like, man, I am, I'm not only wounding him as a father, but I'm wounding our relationship mm, saying okay. I, I put Jake's needs in front of um, my relationship with Ken. 
And so I, I would say so, yeah, easy to do as the mother, right? Because you yeah. see your child in pain and you try to fix it. And sometimes how we're fixing it is more damaging. I thought I was doing the right thing as a mom. I was protecting him. I was um I was making sure everything was okay, like kind of bubble wrapping him. Mm-hmm. But to do that, I was I was shutting my husband down. And mm-hmm. later, after we kind of resolved and started working on it, I realized what he has to give my son that like tough love dad kind of stuff was what my son needed. Like Mm -hmm. I was just overly protective, but what Ken was doing was teaching him to function in the real world. Right. Right. And so I had kind of circumvented that. And then I, uh, you know, our relationship was struggling until, you know, we had some really big talks about our relationship and that's always been our strong point. That was always our gift. Yes. And that was us too. And so when it got a little damaged, it felt, overwhelming and really heavy. Yeah. 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 So and it's, you guys scary. Do, it's scary. How, how did you get out of it? Did you do counseling or did you just were able to like talk well, through it? I was doing counseling on myself. My husband mm-hmm. did a little, he's not as li- likely to go to a counselor as I am, which is yeah. all, you know, it's frustrating, but it's also his nature. So I can't really work against that. But yeah. once I went back to respecting his ability to parent and right. And once I learned that, because I was doing damage to my other children too, because I was so over-focused on one child. Yeah. And it, it like, it, it was me. It wasn't yeah. him. Right. Well, Even though I thought it was him. And I love how you said like, no, it's just me because I know like a lot of times we feel um, disempowered because we're like, well, if we both don't change, it's not going to get better. And right. I, ladies, I time and time again, I coach people that and if you make the changes, the husband follows. I, I haven't not seen that. And whether yeah. he follows you to like a better marriage or you get strong enough that you're like, no, this isn't going to work. But yeah. regardless, like just you focusing on you will make the changes and the positive um, way you need to go in your marriage. So like, don't right. think like everybody has to change. Like you just focused on yourself and look and see what happened with you. Like you got to a, a not such a heavy place in your marriage. Yeah. And I had to really like, really put the brakes on myself when I get frustrated with him because I thought he's got a parent Yeah, and I know that his relationship with my children is based on his relationship with my children. It's not really, it's not like, Oh, look, we have this perfectly functioning parental thing. Right. Right. It's just his relationship with them is theirs and my relationship with them is mine. And, and hopefully we can agree on the bigger things. I mean, yeah. he, so this is he, like, okay, I have six things for, for everybody to oh, yeah. like focus on. And this is what you're talking about is you stop thinking he was doing it wrong. Yeah. Like, you know, that is like, we, I, I tell this story of like, I was cutting an onion with my sister one day cooking and she comes over, she's like, oh, you're cutting it all wrong. And I'm like, it's, there's more than one ways to cut an onion. Like there's more than one way to parent, but we think we're always right. And that this is the way to do it. And when we do that, there's disconnect. You yeah. create disconnect with your husband and you have to really get in a space of like, I have to add these thoughts of like, um, he's doing it wrong. And then I have to add like, who says, why do I think I'm the expert? Right. I, you know, really like I've trained my brain to get there and it takes some time ladies. Like you really have to be like, who says you have to question yourself. And then you have to go to, especially when high emotional, like discussions, I always, these two thoughts keep me like clean and keep me out of John likes business, like letting John be the adult. He's the adult. I'm adult too. Like to respect him, to think, I'm doing the best I can right now. And John's doing the best he can right now. Right. And just that thought 
like lets you not feel so manipulative and controlling of your husband. Well, yeah. And, and while you're saying that, I'm thinking, you know, it's important that they're being parented two different ways too, even though it feels uncomfortable sometimes as a parent and you're like, right. well, we should be doing this like in tandem, which Ken and I never do anything exactly the same, <laughs> which is so, so good. I don't know why I expected it in parenting, but right. like for Jake to understand or any of my children really to understand like this is how one person handles all sorts of situations. This yep. is how another person handles all situations. And this is how I'm learning to deal with different kinds of people. Like it's, yes. there's a benefit. And, and, and just because we are feeling like nurturing, protective, like, like we've got to swaddle this child does not necessarily mean that that is exactly what that child needs. And often it's not at all what the kid needs. And this goes to my second point is like focus on his, each other's strengths and not each other's weaknesses. Because sometimes if they do it differently, we view that as a weakness. And like, I love how you came like, at first you were like, no, he cannot talk to my child this way. Like he, like back off Ken, but then you're like, oh, actually, no, this is a strength that he's giving Jake. And you know, in order to do this, once again, it's mind work you have to do where you have to really, okay, our brains are so amazing that whatever we think we're going to find evidence for. So if you think your husband's doing it wrong, or you're like just focusing on his, like what he's doing, where you think is weak in the parenting dynamic, that's all you're going to focus on. And so how did you switch your brain to like, oh no, this is what Jake needs. This is actually a strength for Jake. Micromanaging him and really just like let him parent and kind of walk away. Oh, how did and you? So yeah, yeah. It let him do his thing. Physically walk away, like, like yeah. Sometimes because I'm so reactive, I have to like yeah. physically walk away and say this is okay. We've gotten better at saying afterwards, um, like okay. So he'll say, you know, you're you're really kind of overprotecting or you're overdoing this or so right. he's gotten better. We've gotten better at talking because we're no longer at each other, right? We're no longer at odds. Like you're on the same team. You're getting you're in the way of this parenting thing that I'm doing. Now it's right. like, okay, so maybe that wasn't the best thing. And the thing is, is once we got the conflict resolved between us, he knew when he was off base because he was focusing on what he the relationship with the son and not with me, yeah. right? Yeah. So when I love that, where you, yeah, you, you changed it from a, um, um, a individual sport to a team sport, like yeah. parenting is the same. You're all, you're together. You're not, it's not a competition. Who could be the better parent? You're each other's team. Um, and really that's what you did is like, you were like, okay, like, like there is goodness in what Ken's doing. And I have to yeah. believe in that. Yeah. strengths and weaknesses and you know yeah. like all of us our strengths are often our weaknesses too if gone too far but but we're pretty good at knowing when we've done that if we're left to our own devices well and i think it's really important as the spouse to um look for their strengths and to comment about them like yeah. we don't comment enough to each other about like you did that really well like i love yeah. how you do this for him i love how yes. those type of comments really build your relationship and build where i'm going to take you into the third one is creating a safe place um where you have to feel like you could be the most vulnerable the most all your ugly can come out with your spouse and right. There's going to be days that you are not going to like your child. You're not going to like what he's doing or she's doing. You um, are going to say the wrong thing. Um, Your neighbor's going to say the wrong thing. Your mom's going to say the wrong thing to you. And having a place where you could go and just really download and say all these things without feeling any judgment from the other person cleans you up 
to go back and do the fight again. Like, I can't right. tell you how often sometimes I wait till like John might at night or in bed that I could tell him what happened or something because I need to talk to about it. And I don't want to be like, so like in my mind about it. And I, and he, he knows that even though like I'm saying something horrible about our child, he knows that I love my child and it's just me being a human being. And, and you just, just have to blow off. Yeah. You got to yes. blow off the steam. Yeah. No, I think it's so important. And, and you know, the strength of the marriage is, is as important as the health of the child. Right. Cause it's all sort of like, I mean, it's, it's a web we're, we're, it's all connected. works together. It's so yeah. connected. And, and it's like you said, like, you've got to have somewhere to put that that's safe. And if you've made your partner and you, you, you want to say, well, he's a, he's the one that's doing it, but it's really like, right. You're t- two to tango. Yeah. And so what helps me is like, that, yeah, you're, you're both doing it right. And you're both doing it wrong. No, nobody's right. doing it better. Right. Like you're just, we're human beings with complicated emotions and you really keep like, when you you're and everybody needs this person. Like if you're, it's not your husband, you probably have a girlfriend or you do it to your mom, but you need to make your spouse this person because that is where you build that connection and really like that team work. And so if you haven't done it, you need to start having conversations with your spouse of like, I want to be telling you more of what's going on with me. I want to be more vulnerable with you and feel safe with you. This is like, just have a really un, un, low emotional times of what that looks like and how you want to change it. Cause it's right. totally doable for any relationship. Totally. And you have to check back in. Yeah. You have to keep checking back in and make sure, making sure that you're putting each other first and that you're trying to, you know, understand each other. A lot of what Ken and I are still, you know, still doing after 28, 29 years of marriage is like figuring each other out. Right. We, yeah. we come preloaded. Oh, yeah, you're an empty stuff. nester. Right. And you're yeah. empty nester. Like it's cons- like, I love that visual of the seasons of the marriage, like marriage, like when you first hot and heavy and find each other at summer and then you go into, um, or I guess it's spring and then you go to uh-huh. summer with a little bit hotter and then you go to fall where it cools down in winter and where it can be feel a little cold. And then you come back into like spring and like, it rotates. And so yeah. your marriage might be in winter right now, but you're totally capable of getting it to summer and spring. Like, well, and, and it is like, anytime you go into stress, in your family, even, even families that do this really well are still in stress because it's yes. complicated. Well, and, and it's layers. A lot of, yeah. yeah. It's layers and it's layers of grief and layers of, um, understanding. It's all of that. So you're, you know, anytime you're in that, you're, it is the, the merit, your, your relationship, your closeness is going to suffer a little bit. Right. So that's a, to be expected. And this is when I, the, um, fourth one is you need to create space time. Like we all have the same amount of time, but are you prioritizing your relationship? And you like, there was some weeks where just being the girlfriend for a couple hours on Friday night got me through that week. Like knowing like that (laughs) time, right. I love that you say that. It's so funny because you, it's like, you've turned into a totally different person with the girlfriend. I love that idea. I guess I just never really hard to feel like sexy and connect it when you're feeling like the mother or the parent, but like, <laughs> like really visualizing saying like, like you, and I really go back to like, I love dating John. Like, why would I stop love dating him? And so still being, having that part of your marriage and John's horrible about planning like the date, like this has oh, yeah. probably been a fight we've had for 30 years. We're like, so I just finally said, okay, I, I'm going to plan it. Like, I know I need it. I need that time with him. He, it benefits him. It benefits me. And we just do it. Like it, it really, the weeks we don't prioritize, um, 
that special time, whether it's two hours, three hours, or just like some weeks, it was like going to Target together, right? Like just being together without any kids. That, yeah, that wouldn't make, that wouldn't be happy for Ken. <laughs> no, actually, no, John would hate it too. <laughs> you or, and I like, would have a good time. Yes, <laughs> that is true. But there has been sometimes he went with me just because that was what we had to do. And just spending time with me was enough, right? So like, it's, it's the seasons. Like if you are not creating time and like, it could be a lunch date. It, it really like, just be yeah. creative. You can find it. I mean, what is your favorite way to create space in your marriage? Ken's actually really good about it. Um, he'll, and I can tell, you can often tell like he, when he needs it, he'll, he'll be the one that plans something. Cause I'm, uh-huh. you know, I, I'm always, I've always got my stuff, my hobbies and everything that I'm so into. So he'll be like, yeah. let's do this. Let's take this time. And and so it's fun. Cause he'll do it. Yeah. And I love that. Like he's like vulnerable enough to say, I need it and do it. And like you, you're also tuned in enough to knowing like, oh, he needs it. Let's oh, do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, it's interesting because I think there's been times when in his marriage, I mean, I, he's the one that initiates stuff like that. And I think there's been times in this marriage where he's in our marriage where he said, why aren't you doing it? Mm. Why don't you, you know, cause he Jenny. <laughs> yeah, cause he wants, yeah. you know, there's oftentimes we want our spouse to act a certain way and they're just yeah. not, they're not good at it. So, um, he just learned that if that that's his deal. That's what he does. And it's, and he doesn't fight it in me. And I try like to, to pick up the, that, that ball sometimes, but it's just yeah. not in my nature. Right. It's going back to that um, point of strengths and weaknesses. Like it's okay yeah. that you're different. It's okay that you're good at different things. Like it's beautiful. You become yeah. a stronger partner when you realizing that stop belittling each other for not being strong and just like, Oh, he's great at this. I'm great at this. And together we're an amazing team. Yeah. And that's what I think is so important. So Ken and I have been reading the Enneagram. And I was telling you about the book. It's called The Road Back to You. And it's been really interesting kind of, the Enneagram is based in religion, as far as they can tell, from a Mm -hmm. monk from hundreds and hundreds of years ago. And it it teaches you about yourself and kind of where you're coming from. And it's really nice to know somebody else's thing. Like Ken and I both don't like to be wrong. So (laughs) you can imagine that once in a while we're in like the Thunderdome of like, yes. I'm right. Like, I'm not and, letting you win this. <laughs> and do you realize like, actually everybody, like our brain likes to feel right better than good. Yeah. Like, oh, that's how our brains are. It's wired. like death sport. It really makes sense. Yeah. It's death sport. So anyway, we are just learning about each other. And, and I like knowing, uh, I like knowing how to become better or less uh, having to be less right all the time. I like, I like understanding myself and I'm really enjoying understanding Ken yeah. in ways that, um, I didn't, cause it just, it strengthens who he is to me. And so any kind of way of learning about each other, whether it's therapy or like reading a book like this together, understanding your strengths and your weaknesses and helping each other with your weaknesses and loving your all strengths. Right. I mean, any perfect. of that. Yeah. Because you're going to my fifth thing, get help. Yeah. Like, it's like you, sometimes you are beyond, you really need a third person. You need a coach, yes, you need a therapist. Absolutely. Do not be embarrassed by that. I love that we live in a day and age that mental health is finally as important as physical health. Like for it's years, so I've good. gone to the gyms, I've gone to, got trainers. And finally we realized, oh, like our brains need this too. Like it's like, you're never done lifting weights. Why do you think you're ever done? Like need counseling or learning things or like our brains constantly need to be worked on. 
And we get in ruts and we get in cycles and patterns that sometimes we can't break and we need a neutral space. But other times right. we could read a book together. Like I love that you are always my um go read this book. I love how your thirst <laughs> knowledge because I like I love it too. And then like John, like I was telling Allison, like John, you know, I've been doing the coaching thing for a couple of years now. And he's like, you're in my head now. Whenever I'm like counseling somebody or talking with somebody, I'm like, okay, this is what Jenny would say. Like just mm-hmm. and it's not like he took the classes or he got the certification, but just if you are constantly learning, you're going to affect your marriage for good. Right. Well and they absorb it, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And you know, I want to learn because I don't like to be right or to be wrong. So, you know, I do that, but Ken's not so much, but I teach him and he gets the bits and, and the, like the kind of the information. But again, once we change, everything else changes around us. Once we settle down and start letting our husband parent or our spouse do whatever they're going to do, everything starts to work well again. Yeah. And really all of it is the common denominator of you learn more about yourself yeah. and then you, and then that gave you space to let Ken be Ken, you yeah. know, and then you understand your child more because they are who they are exactly. and your neighbor is acting the way they act because of the way they are. And it's all less personal and more just like, wow, that's how they are. Interesting. Yeah. And so I want you to really like, think about like, how much are you investing in your mental health for like, are you buying books? Are you um, watching shows about it? Are you, because it's an investment. Are you meditating? Yeah, it is. It is just like saving for your retirement. Like you need to be working on your marriage to create a marriage that you want when the kids are gone. One day your LGBTQ child and all your children are going to be gone. And what are you going to be left with? If you have not been investing in support and help, then you might need to start thinking about like, that's account we need to think because it's just as important as buying groceries for your body. I guarantee you. It It affects your happiness. And and to think that you're going to get through it unscathed without it like causing some sort of issues in in your family is crazy like it is but I do think you could get through it better like I I know our marriage is better because of oh absolutely but it takes work yeah it does does. if you just if you just ignore it and let you know say the you know the marriage just you know we kind of think oh the marriage is gonna work yeah it's It's like like right it's like like staring at weights and thinking you're gonna get muscle on your body you know (laughs) You have to actually pick up the weights. Wait, that doesn't work. I know. It'd be so awesome. Okay. So my last thing is tag team. Um, uh, This is going to sound funny to you, but there are days where I just don't want to parent. Like I'm literally, I know there's the hard conversation to have with one of my kids and I'm like, I can't do it. I cannot have that conversation. I have not the energy and really assuming John and I have this culture we developed that we're assuming each other are always doing our best. And if I say to John, you got to talk to Ellie about this, or you got to go and call Nick about this because I just can't have this conversation. He does it. And if he does that to me, I do it because we are just assume that we're running as much as capable as we can, but also we, uh, we are okay that we each have limits of what we can do emotionally, what we could give. And sometimes I have to tag team out and he has to tag team out with me and we don't beat each other up for that. Say, okay, no. go for that. you know, how no, does that and it's, it's probably a nice break for the kids too. Cause they're sick of whoever <laughs> yes. coming after them all the time. We, we are really good at that too. Yeah. We, you know, Ken tends to be less reactive. So he, I'm more reactive. So I'm usually the one doing whatever. And then, but he'll come in and I'll just be like, he actually, I don't even have to ask. He can tell, <laughs> he can no. see it on oh. me. He's like, I got this one. That's <laughs> I'm like, one. okay. Cause he's like, yeah, I know. I can see oh. you're about to lose it. So yeah, I love it. So 
all of these, like, um, so let's go through them one more time. You focus on each other's strengths, not each weaknesses. You create a safe place where you can be vulnerable and real with each other. Um, you stop thinking that they are doing it wrong. Who says stopping trying to be the expert? You create space to be romantic, to be the girlfriend. You get help, you invest in your marriage, and you tag team as needed. And I guarantee you, if you add those and start really focusing and, see, and just go through this list and see where you need to work on it, like take one thing at a time and add to it. And like I said, your husband doesn't have to change. You, if you just do the work with this, you will start feeling more secure in your marriage and it will become a lot more fun. And Absolutely. it will be lighter and it will be something that you are like. Like your most re- important earthly relationship is your spouse, bar none. Yeah. So if you're putting more time into your kids than your spouse, it's time to recorrect. All right. All right. Thank you Send so us much. Questions. Um, we would love for you to uh, reach out to us to Instagram. At the end, you'll hear all of our Instagrams and just what you want to hear from us or if it, you have any feedback about this podcast, because we are here to serve you and um, to help you through this journey. Yep. And jump on and see if the support groups look good for you. And we'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Thank you for joining our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the Lift and Love podcast. And if you like what we share, we would be so grateful if you would leave us a five-star rating. For more tips and resources, follow us on Instagram and Facebook under Lift and Love Org and Jenny Hunter Coaching. You can also go to liftandlove.org for loads of information and entry into our free support groups. If you're interested in personal coaching, sign up at jennyhuntercoaching.com. The first appointment is free. But most importantly, remember, you are not alone in this journey. We are building a community of thriving and faithful LGBTQ families who are here to lift and love you.